This week, Brandon and Tony go camping in Wisconsin. This is episode 63 of the Malting Hour. What's the half sound the hops got yeast and speech? This the Malting Hour where we talk about our drink and tell you what we think every other week. And if we get drunk, well, we might slur our speech. Got the gift of gab, the friends you wish you had. Join us for a drink, join us for a laugh. Time is never wasted, where you getting wasted? The Malting Hour here, people, people take your places. People, people take your places. Welcome to the Malting Hour. I'm one of your hosts, Tony Golick, joined always with Brandon Winninger. We're in the woods, <laughs> literally, <laughs> and on an island. Yeah, we're 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 doing a camping episode. Like you know, the, the, this is a, a new experience for us, so there'll be background sound. There might be some wind, some cars driving by. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, oh, uh, I think we got a car. Nope, they're they're going the other way. Anyways, hey Brandon, what's up, man? Not much, man. How are you? How, how have you been enjoying enjoying your camping experience? I've I've been enjoying it uh, greatly, except for you know a little bit of noise last night. But other than that, um, it's been fun. Uh, I am not a cowboy, so sleeping on the hard ground in a sleeping bag uh, in a tent is not uh, ideal for me. I slept for about five hours, and then I was <laughs> like, I can't do this anymore, and slept in your car. Yeah, I mean, I I don't blame you. I might do it tonight. I'm gonna to try and sleep in the the tent again. And you got the hammock. You got the hammock. Remember the hammock. Sure, there is the hammock. Um, but yeah, man. Just en- envelop yourself into the hammock. Actually, I guess that would be pretty comfortable. I mean, it is super comfortable. Maybe I'll try. I'm this. the only one that's gone into it. I think at this point. That's true. So. Uh, I'll give it a try today. But uh, we, it, this is the really the full first day of our trip because we came up yesterday and now we're hanging out uh, here. We we did some uh, we did some venturing out. We're we're Washington Island. I know I can see the bee. We got bee. We got a bee bee and fly problem <laughs> over here that, as Brandon's noted, is driving me nuts. So if you hear some buzzing, uh, you'll know what it is. Um, we, we did some venturing out today, uh, here in Washington Island in Wisconsin. What did we do, Tony? We, what's the name of it? We went to Nelson's the pub. Nelson's Hall, the original Nelson's and Hall. the only bitters pub and restaurant in island tradition since 1899. Correct. I'm officially a member of the Bitters Club. And if you follow us on Instagram or Facebook, you saw the post that we did do that. And we also sampled some beers from... Door County Brewing. Door County Brewing. We had their, uh, well, you had the Polka King, uh, Porter... And also, we did the Palette Jacks, I believe, as a session IPA, which I absolutely loved and adored. It was very, very good. And I wish it was... I, I, I sought out that beer because I saw someone on, on Facebook had posted it. And working in a warehouse as my real job, uh, you know, seeing uh, a guy on a Palette Jack writing the Palette Jack <laughs> uh, brings back many memories from back in the day. Not my current job. Memories yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh but yeah i wanted to try that beer and i was happy to see that that's where i was at and that's what i got to try it was very good uh did not disappoint but uh as we are here in wisconsin and it's the first day of football when we were recording this we were surrounded by packer fans we were like and as we were leaving we just saw like an onslaught of people going into that bar so more and more. we didn't we didn't leave because there was packer fans no, no like no. that by all means i'm happy to hang out with other football fans but we decided like hey Let's go back to the campground. And our plan originally, I think, was to cook lunch. We got here, and it's super quiet. Yeah, so like, we were like, this is a good time to record an episode. Yeah, we're doing this on a Sunday, and there's 
no one around. Yeah, like and it. we've got a couple of beers we wanted to drink, so. Yeah, well, speaking of which, Brandon, why don't you uh, reach into the, the cooler of fun there oh, and cooler. grab something. We we decided that, you know, maybe we were going to buy some beer. We did buy some beer on the way up here, uh, but that was more just for us <clears throat> camping and drinking. And maybe one of them will appear on here. But we also decided that, you know, we had a bunch of random beers yeah. lying around as well. Yeah, this for this is called Breakfast with Hayden. We could have had that. Ooh. For breakfast. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So Brandon just yeah. We, this morning we had. Uh, I saw this. I'm not a. I'm not a TikTok person, but uh, my wife is, and she'll send me some stuff. And so finally, I got the app, and it's mainly just like you know the tasty recipes, uh, but in TikTok form. That's what I follow on there. I just follow all food stuff, and we did this recipe where you take sausage patties, breakfast sausage patties cook them then dip them in pancake batter and throw them back uh, we'd use cast iron skillet which uh, got real hot uh, and that's what we had for breakfast we also had maplewood's pancakes from their pastry uh uh case uh beer series so you know we had sausage pancakes and regular pancakes with uh, a pancake beer and uh now brandon has brought out a beer that looks like he is eh, you just got when did you get this how how long ago uh i think at the beginning of the summer uh, one of my co-workers sent this beer to me. Yeah, this is... Block 15. Yeah, it's called Super Nebula Breakfast with Hayden. Bourbon Barrel... Mo, oh, let's see. Bourbon... It does a... What is it? Matured? Yeah, I guess so. Bourbon Barrel Matured Imperial Stout with Cocoa Nibs, Maple, and Coffee Beans. I get a bottle opener. Yeah, this is uh, it's a one-pint bottle, 500 milliliters. Uh, 13.25% alcohol. And since we're not going anywhere else and this is it, well... What better time to drink such a big beer? For those of you who don't know, uh, Washington Island uh, is in uh, Door County, Wisconsin. It's very far north. It is an actual island. We had to take a ferry here, which is super cool. I was pretty excited about that, uh, except for the fact that sometimes I do get a little uh, seasick if I don't see the water on a big boat <laughs> like that. You did all right. You did all right. Thanks, man. I felt, uh, felt pretty good. All right, pour a little bit in here. Ooh, that is thick, like oil. Holy moly. And we're doing uh, camping style. We were drinking out of red <laughs> yeah. solo cups. We didn't pour, we don't have any like, you know, fancy glassware oh for us with this. This is, man, that feels like more than what. I know, I know the bottle is not huge, but holy cow, I feel like we're pouring a lot of beer. There you go. You just take the rest yeah, of that one right. there. All right. Well, let's get into this. This is Black 15. Who? Congratulations, Black 15. Uh, by the time when we recorded this, the day before, they had won um, a medal for. Uh, Great American Beer Fest. I believe it was for a... Oh, we got a car coming by. Actually, it's a golf cart coming by, so bear with us. They won a... I think it's for an alt beer uh, is what they won a maybe bronze or silver for. They won a medal. But, yeah, they won a medal. Congratulations to them. So, you know, it's pretty nice that we're going to drink one of their beers. Golf cart driving by. Play it cool. Play it cool. Play it cool. All right, let's get into this beer. Smells good. It smells smells delicious. It smells like Hershey's syrup. Yeah. Yes. That's. I was trying to figure it out. Oh my god. Tastes like Hershey's syrup <laughs> a little this, bit. This tastes really, really good. This tastes awesome. So it says each year we mature Super Nebula, an imperial version of our Nebula Stout in unique bourbon barrels, followed by conditioning on cocoa nibs, uh, selected to complement that year's blend. 
Breakfast with Hayden. This special variation of Super Nebula was matured in Basil Hayden bourbon barrels and conditioned on direct or yeah, conditioned on direct trade wild heirloom cocoa nibs, maple, and freshly roasted flame on coffee beans. Our collaboration roast with Bespoken Coffee Roasters. This is bottled in January of 2021. This beer will evolve with age and boy i can't imagine what this tasted like fresh because oh man it's rolling around in the solo cup look how it's coating yeah <laughs> i mean it's leaving like very dark rich streaks down the side of the cup yeah and my my initial reaction was like it does taste like hershey syrup but like i'm getting the maple as, yeah like we're drinking so this has been sitting in the cooler for uh, two days yeah. um since yesterday we, we, we didn't let it seven we didn't let it warm up at all but like even that, dude, this is... It's really, really yeah. good. <clears throat> this is, uh... I... Yeah, yeah. The, the, the bitterness from the coffee and the, the, the chocolatiness of the cocoa nibs, the slight hint of maple, it's not a very sweet beer. It's more roasty and bitter. Uh, not something that has become common when you have some of these big adjunct stouts. Um, this is delicious. Yeah, it's it, really, really everything good. plays really well together. Um, I'm vaping, too, guys. Sorry. um yeah i am i'm super impressed so black 15 out of corvallis oregon uh they're they're killing it with this this is just yeah man um it's really really nice this would this is a good camping beer yeah totally i feel like that's kind of the theme of the beers that we're drinking today maybe a little camping yeah yeah pretty much i I mean we had pancakes this morning and that was like and the pancake beer because we were making pancakes with sausage, and that was delicious. So, yeah, and this afternoon, well, we're snacking on also uh, what is this? Uh, Stone Riders, or sorry, Stone Ridge, <laughs> <laughs> Stone Ridge Cheese Cellar, uh, bacon sweet bourbon chipotle cheese curds. It is not altering the flavor of this beer at all. It's just very good. When you're in Wisconsin, you gotta get curds. Yeah, and you gotta drink beer. Good, and so camp. we had our. Tony and I both had our first experience of going to a Woodman's mm-hmm. uh, in Wisconsin. Holy and shit. Blown away, I would say. And not just by like, okay, yeah, they've got, it's a grocery store. But when we went into like the bacon and the, the sausage and the cheese aisle, it was like enormous. Like It's insane. Ridiculous. And their um, beer selection. Oh, yeah. Was also. It's like its own liquor store. Yeah. Why didn't, like, people had talked about Woodman's, but no one ever really told me about Woodman's. Like, yeah. <clears throat> what to experience and what to expect. It was probably the coolest shopping experience for it. Like, Brandon and I are pretty excited about it. I was telling him this morning, we got up at about, well, we, we slept kind of early. A little after we, seven. We, we went to bed early last night. We were in bed by, like, nine. It, yeah, was, it, was, a, it was a long drive. And it was a long drive, and then, you know, we had some beers and ate a giant cowboy steak that we split. Um, Which was delicious, by the way. That was a lot of fun. Thanks for cooking that, Tony. No problem. That was a, a first, a cast iron uh, experiment on this little Coleman uh, propane grill. And we found out if you cut it off the bone, it'll cook better. And it yeah. did. And so we're actually going to do that again tonight because we got one more. Um, but just going, we, we, we went to bed early about 9, 9.30-ish. Yeah, roughly. <laughs> Other than me waking up at, you know, 2 and sleeping in the car going in the car we got up finally about seven o'clock and i told brandon i was like you know we were undecided on how we were you know when we were going to leave tomorrow what time but i gotta be honest i'm i'm so excited to go back to woodman's and to there's a beer there in particular 
that stood out to me. Number one, we got a new Glarus beer that uh, Jeff's daughter, Christina, was trying to to get, and I was able to find it for her. She always brings me back beer when she goes to Wisconsin, so I figured I'd pay it forward and do the same. But there's a beer there that Brandon bought uh, for me a long time ago. Man, when I say a long time ago, I think four, <laughs> four or five years at this point. Um, uh, Belching Beavers Phantom Bride. I think is, yeah, Phantom Bride, which is a collaboration with the band The Deftones. Yep. And Brandon brought some back from California when he was traveling for work uh, more often, pre-pandemic. Yep. And they happened to have six packs of it there, and they had a lot of them. <clears throat> and I was going to buy some to bring uh, here, but then I said, you know what, screw it. I'm actually going to buy it because we had plenty of beer. We bought a case of Moon Man and we some other <clears throat> random goodies. Um, Excuse me. Bless you. Um, so yeah, I'm excited about the fact that that is there and I can go and grab it, but there was just so many other really good beers. Uh, not to mention as we're approaching, you know, October. Yeah. We had a hard time choosing, especially when it came to like, we thought, all right, we're camping. Let's, what are we going to drink? Well, let's bring an Oktoberfest beer. Um, and we actually, what do we, we ended up with Poliner. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we their there, fest beer. There's so, and uh, there was also uh, Rheingeist uh, had there. Um, yeah, uh, which we don't see in Chicago. There were two beers that I saw there that we don't get in Chicago. Yeah. So hey guys, come on, we clearly enjoy your beer. I don't. I, we're trying to push it to get everybody else to drink it too. Uh, but let's 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 get some of those those beers. Bring in Chicago, bring please. Illinois to love. Chicago, yeah, there was a ton of Oktoberfest beers. There were a ton of pumpkin beers. As much as we have said that, you know, weighing in on whether or not we're doing another pumpkin beer episode after last year, it's looking like we're doing a pumpkin beer episode. Yeah, I mean, I mean, just like everything has a pumpkin beer at this point. Well, and it's like. This is so good. I'm I'm drinking this so fast oh, yeah. for a thirteen point twelve. Yeah, thirteen point twelve. Great. Thirteen point two. Sorry. <laughs> two five. Two five. Two five. Two five. Um, yeah, this. I mean, this beer is fucking phenomenal. So, I, not to stray away from talking about Block Fifteen, yeah. but like, um, yeah. So, like I said, this beer I got a couple of months ago. Um, one of a buddy of mine, one of my employees, um, like not a podcast employee. He, yeah, not Clark. Um, he lives in Corvallis and like he's a regular at Block 15. Uh, I thank him for that. And he literally, like, um, I had sent him a bunch of random beers and like he had sent me some back, you know. And this was just like I'd been holding on to this for a while and I was waiting for a time that we can do this on an episode and this just kind of worked out like perfectly. Like, we probably could have done this, like, if we wanted to record during breakfast. Yeah, we could have done Because breakfast with Hayden, I can see how this would go. Like, if we were eating our pancakes and our sausage, but we don't want to eat on an episode. Like, crazy. <laughs> yeah, we were pretty um, close to, to cooking up the sausages that we have, which I got to double check what sausage we got. Keep going. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so this, I mean, this beer just worked out great. And the flavor on it, the malt bill, the... The coffee, the maple, like everything just comes through like really well in a very good blended way. Like I don't know if Block 15 submitted this for something for <laughs> they should have Great American Beer Fest, but like you should have. Like if you didn't, you should have because for me this is 
Fucking a winner. Yeah, this is killer, man. Um, I wish almost that we would have saved this for an after the final pour with Clark, because I think Clark would have appreciated this as well. Yeah. <clears throat> also, they're bacon cheddar jalapeno brats we got. Yes! Because <laughs> we can't just go simple. Nothing that we've done on this trip so far has been simple, <clears throat> except for putting together the tent. <laughs> yeah. Which we did half-assedly, yeah, but it still, it's it standing. Works. Got the rain cover on it, which it looks like, I don't know, there's some clouds in the sky. We might... Uh, we might get a little rain. It cooled off a little bit, but uh, I'm going to build a fire soon. This podcast might end early. <laughs> yeah, we'll just bring it into the tent. You'll just hear the little, uh, it'll be become like a... An intermission. Yeah, no, it'll be like a, you know, soothing. Yeah. Brandon and I will talk real close and low to the microphone so you can hear the rain hitting the <laughs> tent flaps. Like, welcome to the malting hour in well, the rain. Let's, let's assume that's not going to happen. Yeah, it's probably not going to happen. This is good, man. This is, this is awesome. It is the color of, uh, it looks like there's oil in my... My 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 glass, my cup, my cup. It's oil. It's it's thick, uh, but a light body. If that makes sense, um, the mouth there's like a big nice mouthfeel to it, but it doesn't feel like I'm drinking a heavy, syrupy, thick, sweet stout. This is by no means a sweet stout, but it has, you know, vanilla and, and cocoa in there and, and coffee. And and like I said, that all comes the through. Maple, like yeah. You know, but very pleasantly. Yeah. The, the, oh. the coffee and the cocoa nibs are, I think, what I'm tasting the most yep. and what I enjoy I agree. the most. I think I, I said vanilla, but there is... Uh, is there a vanilla in here? Did I say that earlier? I don't know. I feel I like... Know, even, no, there's no vanilla in this. Even if there's not, I feel like when you do cocoa nibs and, like, all these other adjuncts, like, vanilla is just kind of something that comes out. Especially with the bourbon barrel-aged yeah. beer. Like, there's... there's You get vanilla notes from, from bourbon. I'm having another cheese curd. Yeah. It's okay. Um, but yeah, that, I feel like that just kind of comes through. And it's an over, I don't want to say, what's the word? An overlying like flavor that kind of just like permeates. Mm. But it's not bad. It's, it, it's very complimentary to the entire beer. So. Yeah, the, the roastiness and the, the, the bitterness that's coming through is, is really nice. Um, so, Tony, yeah. if somebody was to meet you on the street <laughs> <laughs> and ask you how you would rate this beer, one out of five, or zero out of five, I guess, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, how would you rate this beer? 4.75. That, dude, that's exactly what I was thinking. I, I don't, I, the only reason why I don't give it a full five is that I wish there was just a, a little, I'm going to use the word, a little bit more balance of, of sweet and bitterness. But I like, I really do like, it's like a dark chocolate type of, of, of what of I'm, beer. So my missing characteristic would be, I would like a little more barrel characteristic. Mm-hmm. Like a little more of the umph from the barrel, sure. like some of the woodiness. And I'm not getting that. Now, I don't know if that would be more present, like if we drink it fresh. Or and if we let it warm up or, too, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 not a knock. I mean, that's why I feel like a four point seven five, having it, you know, eight months after it was actually bottled. Yeah, I, it, this probably would have maybe if we had a fresh, probably would have been a five. But that's not a knock on the beer. I, I figure if you had a beer that sits like this for for eight months and it still turns out tasting this well, no. But putting this up to other barrel aged beers that we, you know, we've tried, like this is up there. I will say that. I, this I, this could be for me yep. a contender for the Maltese this year. Okay, for one of my favorite beers or a favorite stout. What I was going to say is digging in the bag of. <laughs> um, if we tried this against like Burby County or whatever, like 
I, I I feel like I don't know. Like I feel like Bourbon County has more of that um, barrel. Yeah, the barrel yeah. comes through a little bit more, and I think that's the only way that like I would like choose yeah. that over this. But like even then, like. Like, this is something, if they have like, seriously, if they haven't, like, this should be going to Great American Beer Festival because this is a phenomenal beer. I also think you need to reach out to your friend uh, there and see when they do these Super Nebulas. Mm-hmm. Try and get us some more. Send us more. Yeah, and also, whatever, the regular uh, Nebula that they do, um, their Nebula Stout, I'd like to try to know what uh, the difference is because this really just comes off as a really nice dark chocolate beer yeah with some totally with some bourbon flavor 100%. In there. and the bitterness from coffee like there is a roastiness it's it's nice it's a very nice beer i like it a lot and um, i want more of it mm-hmm. like literally i wish we had another can or bottle and we like yeah, just do this whole episode just yeah. chatting about this beer like, at third and again at 13.25 percent uh the, you and i finished that pretty easily yeah it doesn't and drink like that no no that was that was awesome that was really really good um so black 15 where's black 15 again in oregon corvallis oregon well thank you black 15 uh and thank you brandon for sharing this with me and thanks to your uh employee and friend who also sent this to us we'll be requiring thanks, more. Mike. yeah block 15 uh i've had a couple of beers with brandon from them um I don't really care for spruce tip beers, but Brandon and I had a spruce tip beer the first time. It's one of the first Block 15 beers I had, and that was also very good. And I'm almost positive we also had uh, some other type of IPA or something yeah. from Block 15 that was that was really good. You Do you have a sour from Block 15 or something? Do you have another Block 15 beer at your house in the beer I fridge? do. There was something in there that I saw. Yep, I didn't see this sour. one. Yeah, it's a sour. Yeah, and that, that I'd love to try because I feel like... All the styles that I've had from them so far have hit very well. Like, I don't, I don't hear much about Black Fifteen other than from you. No, because like I think their distribution oh, man, is so local. I just realized what you pulled out. Sorry, go ahead. So their distribution, their distribution, distribution, their distribution. Is Brandon's so- going to get through this whole episode <laughs> being able to form full sentences. It's so, it's so local. Yeah, um, it's local. It's local. <laughs> um, it's so local. Like. I don't, like, I don't know if you can really get it many yeah. other places. Like, but I mean, there's other there's other breweries that are you know hyper local that yeah, you, know, yeah. you still hear about. But. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, they won. Yeah, not for this, but they they did get a medal at Great American Beer. For their so beer. That's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations, Black Fifteen. Thank you for this beer. I am super excited about the beer that you just brought out, Brandon, because we're hopefully finally going to be able to talk to these guys. And if we're, you know, we can't not bring a local beer with us. Of course. Uh, And this marks um, kind of a big deal for them because they have just restarted doing their barrel age uh, releases. Yep. Correct. Brandon, I will let you introduce this because you're the man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we have uh, Phantom Unicorn from Pipeworks Brewing, which is a barrel-aged imperial stout. Which was literally just released. Yeah, um, I picked it up Friday. Yeah. No, Thursday, sorry. Uh, But it is a barrel-aged imperial stout with lactose, vanilla, and cocoa nibs, brewed and aged... 
Brewed and canned in Chicago, Illinois. Pipeworks Brewing, 2021. Pipeworks Brewing Company. Uh, You're losing interest reading in the, the disclaimer. Reading that. Anyways, so, <laughs> um, yeah. So, for those that don't know, I think Pipeworks, in 2018, they, I guess they had a mishap. And, like, some of their barrel-aged beers just had some off flavors. And they had to do a bunch of refunds. And it was, like, it was not good for them. And they needed to do a reset on their entire program, and they did. Um, and I think last year, I think they restarted it. I mean, we got stuff bouncing around in the background. Pandemic okay. time, like, I mean, I guess like that's probably a good time to do it. Like, you're, you know. Now, and the other thing is that what I like about Pipeworks um, is that they have continually, you know, they're they've have a whole bunch of really good beers that come out if you guys haven't had pipeworks uh i mean right off the bat <laughs> if you can hear that brandon is like licking, licking his fingers licking his fingers of yeah. this beer, no beer goes uh, you know uh ninja vs unicorn is probably their most well-known uh beer uh spe- oh my god that's pouring oil as that's well like oil. <laughs> that's like thick thick black oil um holy shit yeah that's insane Dang. but um they do a lot of uh sweet stouts as well and you know sours and fun other things and they've they've not stopped doing that it's been pretty awesome um i've uh, s'more money s'more problems is probably one of my f- oh actually that's a very good beer but i was gonna say that was my one of my favorites my one of my favorites is the fluffo sandwich that they do with the, the peanut butter oh yeah and, yeah. and marshmallow stout uh, it's nice to see some barrel-aged beers from them coming back and the fact that they recognize they maybe had an issue and decided, you know, we need to start from scratch, start over, let's do this, because their barrel-aged beers have always been on point, very good. I know we've talked maybe about a couple of them yeah. on the At this point, I don't know anymore. what. Well, no, I, I can't believe how many episodes we've done where I can't reference what so we've talked we've, about. So we've gone back, like, because I've had a lot of... so. For those you and I have had a bunch of Pipeworks yeah. beers yeah. off mic. <laughs> that too. But so I'm a friends with benefits because um, I contributed to Pipeworks when they originally were like launching their brewery. So what that does is it gives me early access usually to their their barrel age release and like special releases and stuff like that. So I almost all the time take part in that. Um and then I, I, I literally was I was thinking the other day, I was like, why have I not seen anything on Pipeworks? <laughs> and I got that email. I was like, oh, my God, it's it's happening. And like, they're back. Um, cause, and I knew there were some issues in 2018 and, like, they were doing some refunds. But I didn't know they canceled their barrel program. But, you know, fine by me. Because they came back and they released this... Uh, Yes. Phantom Unicorn. Yeah, sorry, I had to move the can to get close. That's I want, okay. I want keeping all the stuff together. Yeah, so they just released Phantom Unicorn, and I'm super excited about it. I haven't tasted it yet. I think Tony took a sip. I just took a sip, and uh, I'm going to let Brandon take a sip <clears throat> so I can talk about it for a second. I'm blown away. I am blown away. Not that I'm blown away by the fact that, oh, my God, this is a Pipeworks oh. Stout, but I, I always come to expect like really good things from their barrel-aged beers. But this beer in particular... This, I take a sip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Holy hell, this is like amazing. Um, like the flavor profile, 
I'm getting, you know what, you know what I get in like a pleasant way, like, and I normally don't enjoy it is like lactose, but I'm getting the lactose and it's like, you and I have it's used really well. You like, and I have used lactose in beers and I've got a love hate relationship with lactose in beers. My stomach likes to tell me sometimes, dude, you've had a lot of lactose and then yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of gas that gets passed. Yeah. I'm, I'm being completely honest. So when I see lactose in beers, Sometimes it's 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 off-putting because my You're stomach crazy. just doesn't really like. like it. But also some people, some some breweries use a lot of lactose. They lean on it a bit too much, or it's too sweet. Um, this is this is a perfect <laughs> fucking. <laughs> this is really fucking good, yeah. man. This is really good. Uh, if um, and also the price point on the sixteen-ounce can, yeah, was nine dollars. Yep. Now, sure. The you know barrel-aged beers. I don't want to say they're a dime a dozen, but there are a lot of barrel-aged beers out there, and some are more expensive than others. I'm not going to name any breweries uh, to throw anybody under the bus, but there are some barrel-aged beers that get released and people just for a fucking 12-ounce yeah. bottle, and it's $100. Yeah. And, you, and I'm not saying who it is, and you can figure it out if you're a craft beer drinker. That shit pisses me off. Yep. Because a beer like this, all the work and time that they spent putting this beer together... And they're selling it $9 for a 16-ounce can. Blows my fucking mind. 100%. And, again, Pipework, Pipeworks is... Well, they're, they're in they're in New York now, right? What? Yeah. 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 They're yeah. distributing it. <laughs> I like how you questioned it. Wait, and then you were like, no, they're not in New York. But, yes, they, they are That is the it. opening clip of the show right there. <laughs> What's the time on that? Where are we at in the time? 28.55. Perfect. So now I have a chance to go back and look. <laughs> what? Yeah, they're in New York. <laughs> yeah, I mean. No, distributing. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. Um, but the fact that, like, you know, a beer like this is selling for $9. Um, you know, and sure, there's a special place in our heart for Pipeworks because we happen to know the guys who started Pipeworks. And you're still in, in, in touch with Garrett and... Garrett will one point be on the show. <laughs> Absolutely, and I love. I mean, when Pipeworks beers end up. Uh, there's not a year that goes by that I don't maybe buy. Out of twelve months, six of those months, Pipeworks ends up in my house yeah. or purchase. I'll see something from Pipeworks. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna grab that. Especially going back to like you know uh, Ninja vs Unicorn, and when they like they had, they just have an amazing. Lineup, lineup yeah. of beers, and all their their fun beers that they do, the single cans that they sell for like, you know, the Fluffo sandwich I think is about seven or eight bucks. Yeah, uh, but that's a big, like that's a big sweet imperial stout yeah. where they add all those adjuncts to it, and it's not like coyly sweet. It's not something where I could actually drink that one on my own. Oh, I like yeah. sharing it with people. We've done, um, uh, you and I, I think have drank s'mores, bunny s'more problems, or the Fluffo sandwich. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, we again we might have done one of those yeah, after the but, final four. Or something. Yeah, but their their price point is literally so. When I look at price points, um, my go to is usually Lagunitas. Yeah, because Lagunitas is like uh, is like it? they're so low, but I'm like it's so like you get so much for the value. absolutely. And then like right above that, I'm like, dude, Pipeworks is like they're not over. They're not overcharging people. They're not trying to absolutely, you know, become millionaires off their fucking beer. But I'm like, dude, 
they're selling it at a price point that people will buy it right away yeah. and like enjoy it. I want to buy. I I I, and I I appreciate I appreciate them doing that. How many cans did you get, Brandon? Oh, thank God. But, <laughs> but apparently it's available in liquor stores now. No, no, no. I mean, I'll probably buy one as well, but in case I can't get my hands on it, uh, I'm just, you know, just think of me. I know you're already sharing this one with me, but just think of me yeah. for the next time. Yeah, but dude, I'm, like, so I'm, good. I'm just so impressed. Like, yeah. This is... this is Because I, I text you the yeah. moment I got that email. I was like, dude, eight ninety nine for a 16-ounce can? That was my reply. My, I, you, 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 you sent it to me, and you're like, whoa. And I, I replied, I was like, oh, yeah, you had mentioned the price. Yeah. I was like, I can't believe it's yeah. $9 for a 16-ounce can. I told I told a coworker of mine, and he was like, yeah, but like $9 for a 16-ounce can. I go, yeah, man, but, but like. But compared to whatever other people are selling, like. Well, think about Bourbon County. Bourbon yeah. County is, you know, again. You know, we're, now we're, they're in 12-ounce bottles. What's that? They're in 12-ounce bottles. Bourbon County is in 12-ounce bottles. Again? No, they're, they no, 16, no, they're 16.9, 16.9. 16. Yeah, 16. yeah, sorry, sorry. We, we're camping and we're drinking a lot. Yep. Uh, yeah, no, but but no, but that's what I'm saying. Bourbon County is 16 point, it's a, it's a full pint. So this is, you know, just under, just underneath a pint. Yeah. And it is, oh no, no, that is an actual full pint. This yeah. is 16.9. So this is a pint as well. Holy yeah. shit. So Bourbon County goes for uh, 10.99, anywhere from 9.99 to 12.99. Yeah, yep. You know, roughly speaking, which rightfully so. A lot of work goes into that, not to take away from what Pipeworks does, but that price point where people line up to drink Bourbon County, and we do the same thing. We let you guys know, listening to the show, we, we love, love our Goose Island. We love our Goose Island. We love our Bourbon County. Yep. I don't give a fuck about the AB InBev shit. I love a lot of the stuff that they're doing. Um, but the this Phantom Unicorn, uh, this is hitting everything and maybe again maybe because it's it's super fresh also this is hitting everything that i feel like i that you and i were saying we might have missed from the block 15 because it had been eight months old but yeah no i i don't want to compare them side by side because they're they're not the same beer but it is a barrel aged imperial stout and this one clocks in by the way at 14.3 brandon and i are going hard on a sunday afternoon (laughs) in a cloudy fucking island (laughs) and it's quiet Mm-hmm. You guys missed out. If we, if we would have recorded last night, it would have been very. Yeah, yeah, yeah. some mariachi music in the background. Like. There was there was a lot there was a lot going on here last night. Uh, <laughs> we spent a lot of time screaming, telling people to turn music down. Like we we like, we, we became old we men. were the old guys. We were like, the old guys. We were the old guys. Actually, turn it down so we can turn our music up. <laughs> respectfully, so uh, they they. They turned it down a little bit, and then as the night went on, they 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 turned it down. Yeah, and everybody kind of chilled out. But you know, every, everybody's trying to hear. You know, be out here, have a good time. So we 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 get it. It was just very loud. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just very loud. Um, Anyways, that's not why we're doing this podcast. It was fun. <laughs> this is um this is really good. I really like it, and I want more of it for sure. I don't know if they've they do a lot of the unicorn beers. I don't know if this is, is this their first, like, unicorn beer that is a, a barrel age? Yeah, like yeah. a stout beer? Well, so here's, we'll put this question out there. So throw it out here right now. Uh, Clark did just check into a beer. Uh, Clark is not with us, uh, but, you know, I figured since, you know, yeah. uh, he's checking into something. He just checked into Unseen Shores. It's uh, an Imperial Double New England uh, IPA from uh, Old Irving. Ooh. And he put... Might be a teeny bit sweet for me, but definitely punchy. 
and he gave it four out of five. All right. So, Clark, you were a part of this episode. We miss you, buddy. So I do. I don't know if Brandon does. No. It's a good question to, like, ask um, Garrett. Like, uh, you know, a lot of their beers are something unicorn, ninja, unicorn, like, all that stuff. So how, like, where did the name come from? And is there some underlying thing? I mean, can... they've been, the Barrel Age series missing for a while. A phantom is something that's uh, a ghost of some sort. And so yeah. there's a phantom unicorn. Maybe that marks the return. Of, uh, you know, their barrel age program. So I think that makes a lot of sense. Totally. It's, it's a really, really cool. Um, it both, actually, the Block 15 also is a very cool uh, label. Uh, but, you know, I, I love all of Pipeworks artwork. It's super cool. And this one uh, does uh, not disappoint. Does not disappoint at yeah. all. I don't even know. How do we go to another beer after this? I, I mean, I feel like we're just, you know. We're drinking some Yingling? We drank our Yingling. We drank the Yingling. Yeah, we drank the Yingling. Um, yeah, there's there's a there's a lot going on here. I will say this. It's something we don't do very often. We did it last time with Jeff because we played the commercial. I think so we, you and I can enjoy this beer. Let's take a break. Beer. In the open air of Washington Island. Oh, how you feeling, Brandon? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fantastic. We're back. Uh, after having those two very uh, big beers, we're going to... Oh, man, there's a bee by my head right now. Jeez. All right, bees we're gonna, love you. Yeah, bees bees love do you. love me. They're going to love this one because it's, uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a sweet one. That's with fruit. 
Uh, you know, we decided that, uh, well, not we decided. I had to pick up a, a beer for, uh, you know, everybody's favorite guest, uh, Jeff. His daughter, Christina, who goes up to Wisconsin regularly, and uh, she brings you back a bunch of beer. She'll bring you back Spotted Cow. She'll bring me back Raspberry Tart, Cranbic, Apple, Fin, whatever it's pronounced, <laughs> how it's pronounced. Um, a bunch of New Glarus beers. And there was one in particular that she was looking for uh, is Pear. 21 and so that's what brandon and i are now about to drink because we're going to slow it down from the uh <laughs> giant stouts that we have been uh consuming on this episode so you know we're gonna switch it up do uh do a pear beer um now you know we, we can't do a we can't be in wisconsin camping and not buy um i mean when we got up here before we got up here we had the discussion of you know when people come up to wisconsin some people, I mean, Spotted Cow is delicious, but Brandon and I just tried Spotted Cow on draft uh, when we did the, we went to uh, uh, Nelson's, is it yep. pronounced Nelson's? Yep. Nelson's Hall um, for the bitter shot. Um, they had Spotted Cow on draft. It's much better on draft than it is totally. in a bottle. Like totally. it, it, it tasted fantastic. Um, and I, I don't know if I, could have spotted cow any other way, unfortunately, because the only way we can have it in Chicago is in bottles. Um, but we decided that we were going to grab some other stuff, so we grabbed Moon Man, because uh, Moon Man is uh, one of our favorite pale ales, especially Agreed. especially from New Glarus, one of our favorite beers from them. But it is a, is a fantastic pale ale. But they do all these other beers throughout the year with you know fruits and wild fermentation. So Pear Twenty, <clears throat> excuse me, Pear Twenty One is a beer I've never had from them. Brandon, have you ever had this one? I don't think so. Yeah, neither have uh, I. have not had it, and uh, we're going to give it a try. I'll, I'll see if I can. my old man eyes can read this. Luscious notes of pear totter between sweet decadence and a bright orchard tartness. The perfect balance of five pear varieties traveled from Pacific Northwest to ferment in our wild fruit cave. American wheat and barley malted in Wisconsin and Minnesota... Oh, uh, what does this say? What? Politely, <laughs> oh, phones are vibrating over here. Um, <laughs> oh man, I, I totally lost where I was at on this. Uh, politely support the pear perfection inspired by Berliner Weiss styles and brewing the creative genius of our brewmaster, Dan. Uh, Carrie, uh, sorry, Dan, I, I knew your last name, but I didn't. A rare and unique triumph uh, to celebrate the return of sunny days. So I'm assuming that Pear 21 came out a little earlier this month or this year, which is why the four pack that we saw at Woodman's was the only four pack they had. So I'm going to give my first sip here. Oh my God. It's good. <laughs> it's good. Oh my God. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, that is like straight up delicious pear juice. Yep. Oh my god, that tastes like you're biting into a fresh pear. This is uh, man. If you like pear, <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is this is insane. I can't. I, I, it's I, it's borderlining on like it's juice. Yeah, it, it really is. It feels like I'm I'm drinking straight up pear juice. Um, yeah, I've never never had this before. Not, not in a bad way. No, like, no, in, like, in, in, a, in a great way. Yeah, in an absolute great way. I'm trying to see if I can find uh, 
if there is the ABV on this. Hold on, let's see. Oh, there we go. Page one, ABV. It's four percent. Um, yeah, this is this is awesome, man. This is like a really good. I I, I don't think I've ever had pear in a beer before. Yeah. Mm. If you guys have never had any of the other New Glarus beers other than Spotted Cow or or Moon Man or, or Two Women, um, you're missing out. I mean, their their Scream Double IPA is really good. Um, the the Wisconsin Bel- Wisconsin Belgian Red is probably my favorite beer from them. I have a Cranbic from last year that I'm really looking forward to having maybe this Thanksgiving. Their Strawberry Rhubarb, Strawberry Tart, uh, Serendipity. They their wild beers are amazing, <clears throat> and their their the fruited beers are, are amazing. The wild fruited every everything they do is really really tasty. It's just really good beer, and I'm I'm I think the only one I didn't really love, which I think I have one more left, is their it was a honey a honey beer that they did nectar. Yep, uh, nectar is good. It's just super sweet and yeah. I don't I don't love it. Uh it's not like, you know, super sweet where it's like, oh my god, I did say it's super sweet, but it's not like <laughs> overly sweet. It's just sweet for me. Um Agreed. nectar was just a little bit too much for me, but this this pear beer is awesome. This makes me want to like eat a pear. <laughs> yeah, I mean just the flavor itself is like stupid phone. Sorry guys. <laughs> My phone's vibrating things over here. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I can't get over how much it's like pear. Dude, dude, like I can't like. Yeah, it's, it's like I want to describe other flavors, but I can't because I'm like, no, it's it's just it's pear juice. The five different types of pears they use for this, and then let it ferment. It's just, it's amazing, man. It's really they did a, really good. Yeah, this yeah. was pulled off. Phenomenally, like, absolutely, I absolutely love it. Um, and I think Jeff's daughter will also agree. I think she's going to be happy that I've got two bottles for her because, well, maybe three. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see if the other one gets uh, drank or drunk um, before we head back because it's a good dessert beer. You know, like totally. this would be nice to 100%. have anytime, man, on a hot summer day. Welcome to the hot summer <laughs> yeah. day beer podcast. Mm. It is sweet. It is It is pretty sweet, but totally. pears are sweet, you know? And what I like about it is that, you know, when you eat a pear, it's kind of gritty. Um, I like the way pears taste, but having a, a beer uh, like this is, is very unique. I've never had anything else like this, and I absolutely, absolutely love it. Um, I can't. Man, I can't say enough about it. I kind of wish we had. I, I I already purchased the Wisconsin Belgian Red because that is hands down probably my favorite new Belgian beer because it tastes like you're drinking liquid Jolly Ranchers and I think a liquid cherry Jolly Ranchers. If I'm not mistaken, it's four and a half percent or four percent, so it's somewhere around uh, where the ABV is on this beer. <coughs> <laughs> wanted to check when I had to edit out that cough um this is delicious I really like it you have another <laughs> not right now Ugh. but I do want one more beer and that last beer 
is in that bear's cooler. You know which one it is. And I'm going to ask you to pull out there, buddy. Mm. Uh, going to the moon. We're going to the moon. And, uh, you know, it's, it's nice that we're um, <laughs> rapping. You know, if you guys can't tell, the, those two fucking very big beers that we had in the beginning have kind of uh, not slowed us down, but, boy, it really does shift gears when it comes to recording an episode. Uh, we took that quick break, and, yeah, you know, uh, here we are. We're trying to trying to <laughs> shop these <laughs> yeah. other beers. Oh, my God. Well, we're going lower and lower each time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Everything's cool. Um, this okay. next one, as we had mentioned earlier, is um, mine and Brandon's favorite beer when it comes to uh, regular New Glarus beers that are available. Although, the Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Wisconsin Belgian Red is probably my favorite, but yep. if there is one that I want to drink consistently... All the time, if it was readily available uh, to us in Chicago, which if you guys have ever watched the small documentary on their uh, uh, webpage, why uh, New Glarus beers are not readily available in Chicago. Thank you, Chicago, for your crazy, crappy tier system of uh, what seems like very mobster ways of distributing beer. New Glarus is not distributed in Chicago, uh, Moon Man would be it, and that's what we're drinking. We are drinking uh, New Glarus uh, Moon Man No Coast Pale Ale. And uh, here's a little description of it. Moon Man is a seriously cool cat. (laughs) Always comfortable in his own skin. He never tries too hard. So cool, we named our No Coast Pale Ale after him. You hold a session beer with a bright, bold blend of five hops that flirt with... Oh man, what is this? Oblig, <laughs> ob- obligany, oblig, yeah, okay. With smooth malty backside. I'll tell you this, it's just an easy fucking drinking beer. It is is really good. It's probably one of the best pale ales since Sierra Nevada's pale ale. And we did a whole episode on pale ales, uh, oh, way back in the beginning with uh, the uh, composer of the After the Final Pour. <laughs> Uh, uh, theme song, Kevin Goggin. We yep. did the whole, uh, you know, decades of pale ales. This did not make it on there uh, because, honestly, this beer can probably be its own yep. episode. Agreed. It's so good. I don't know what the hops are. Um, in fact, I'm going to look that up right now. Uh, what are the hops in I mean, there? It, it's just so easy drinking. Like... It tastes like, I mean, it, it is, uh, here we go. Grab, grab, <laughs> grab some, grab some of those courage right there. Moomin is made with five different hop varieties, four of them from Washington's Yakima Valley and a fifth of New Zealand. Uh, the brewer carry uses equal amounts of the five and the most added during dry hopping process involving nearly two and a quarter pounds of hops per barrel. Holy oh, wow. shit. So yeah, this is this is a, a session beer for sure. This is this reminds me of the like pale ale is my favorite style. Uh, you know, I mean, there's a bunch of other styles that I'll go after as far as IPAs and hazy and those big imperial bourbon barrel aged stouts. But when I want beer, you know, a lot of people go after lagers. <clears throat> I like lagers, but lagers are seasonal for me. Lagers are. I want to have it at that time. A yep. pale ale I can have 
any day, every day. To me, that's what beer is. For a lot of people, you know, lagers are beer-flavored beer. To me, pale ales are beer-flavored beers. And this, 100%. this goes up there with, I mean, Dale's Pale Ale, uh, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. What other pale ales am I missing here? Um, <laughs> Fist City. Yep. Fist City is another really good pale ale. It's just, like, the pale ale is the equivalent <laughs> is the lager equ- equivalent of craft beer oh yeah i, I feel like that just no. that just makes sense to me like you know there are you know craft lagers out there and lagers have their flavors and and so do pale ales but pale ales you still get a very nice diverse flavor and aroma profile where to me a lot of lo- there 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 are different lager profiles but a lager kind of always tastes like a lager, where a pale ale, you can get a lot more from it. So yeah, 100%. This one, as, um, f- as far as, yeah, sorry, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I agree with you 100 What's in my glass? We're camping and there's bugs in my glass. Well, and um, we've been drinking a lot, so we're um, reaching that point. But yeah, so this, yeah, like you said, this is a pinnacle, really, yeah. for me. It, like, And... I don't like Spotted Cow is great. We had it on tap and it was great. It's it was great on tap. on tap. It was amazing on tap. But like, you know, getting something like you know, to hang it when you're camping or whatever, like Moon Man, it's like, dude, it's dude, Moon Man, <laughs> dude, Moon Man is like where it's at. Like, I don't know what part now to use for the beginning of the podcast I don't know. because that was the greatest. Camping, <laughs> drinking description anyone has ever given of a beer. Moon Man is where it's at. Yeah. Like, like you you said nothing, but you said everything. Because <laughs> you're absolutely right. No, no, no. You, you said it. No, you're absolutely right. Moon Man is fantastic. It, uh, no Coast Pale Ale. It is just a solid beer, and this kind of encompasses what I enjoy about craft beer. Yeah, and like people that are Pale Ale drinkers, like... <laughs> That's one of our phones going off. Sorry. Cheers. Um, <laughs> pale, like pale ale drinkers. This is where it's at. Like, yeah, this is it. This is if if you love Sierra Nevada's pale ale. I'm not saying that they're similar, but like the simplicity, but also the complexity of Sierra Nevada's pale ale is also like New Glarus but, Moon Man. Yeah, but specifically for people that go to like say, oh, I gotta get Spider Cow, I gotta get Spider Cow. Like, dude, Switch try, Mo- try yeah. Moon Man. And also... Try Moon Man, it'll it'll tra- change your life. Just to prove that we're... Uh, that, or two women. I was just gonna say, just to prove I'm not a lager hater because you know what I had said, you know, a lager is a lager is a lager to a certain degree. I love Dovetail. Uh, all of their uh, German lagers oh, yeah. and all their beers are 100%. Great. Uh, but... Two women is from New Glarus is a fantastic lager, very very good. Yep. Spotted Cow is fantastic, but to me, Moo Man is better. I agree. So no offense, New Glarus or New Glarus fans. Spotted Cow is very good, and I, and I have a neighbor who who I mean, other than I have two neighbors who give me. <laughs> You got neighbors. <laughs> I've got two neighbors who give me spotted cow regularly, and I love it. I, <laughs> I drink it, and I absolutely love it. I'm I'm such a fan of it. But if they were to come back with Moon Man, I would be uh, forever uh, more grateful. I should yep. say. 
But uh, yeah, so that's it, man. That's it. That's our. Uh, sorry, we're we're getting to the point. I mean, we had those two fucking big beers. Yeah, we need some food. We, we literally to... winded down. Yeah, we winded down, I mean, now we got to wind back up because now we got to cook some food, and it's very early in the afternoon. We got a long day ahead of us, and maybe some some more recording to do. But uh, Brandon, I love you, man. Love you too. I love we did uh, some camping. This is fun. Looking forward to making this uh, an annual <laughs> thing, man. Camping. Camping's great. All right. See you guys next time. This is episode 60 something. (laughs) (laughs) This has been the Malting Hour. Be sure to follow us on all social media by searching the Malting Hour and at themaltinghour.com. You can also follow us on social media platforms individually. Brandon can be found on Instagram as BMDub81, on Twitter, BDub81, on Untapped, BDub Drinks Beer. Tony can be found on Instagram and Untapped under Asa Phelps Chicago, on Twitter, The Asa Phelps Chicago. Clark can be found as Clarkowski on all three. Be sure to subscribe, like, and rate the show on your preferred podcast listening platform. Until next time, cheers from all of us at the Malting Hour.